Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello and welcome to Bachelor Blab. I'm your host, Jackie Maroney, and today I'm so excited because my guest today is Rob Evers. Hi, Rob. Hi. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm excited to talk about The Bachelorette. This was a good one, so I'm excited. This was a good one. There is so much to get into. First, I want to talk a little bit about, tell me a little bit about you and how you got into this show, because I don't think you're necessarily the target demographic. I'm not. I'm, first of all, just, just blanket statement, I'm a reality TV whore. I love reality TV. Like I, I tried not to watch it for a long time when I first, because I'm an actor, you know, I got my sad car when I was 12. I went to all the theater schools. I studied in London. I did all that stuff. And I came out to LA and I was like, they're taking our jobs. You right. know what I mean? Like they're taking the airtime. And I still have friends that feel this way. Mm-hmm. But then I, I started watching a little bit of like TLC and Kate plus eight and the Duggars and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, this is nice. And then I got into like some reality TV and then it's just our, our competition TV. And then it just started snowballing. And now I'm like, I watch everything. The Bachelorette, Bachelor and Bachelorette is like a flagship. So, Oh, it definitely is a flagship of reality TV. I, th- I don't actually watch any reality TV except for The Bachelor and Bachelorette because I do feel like it is such a cultural phenomenon that I do feel left out in conversations about things if I'm not watching oh it. Oh, my God, Jacqueline. And you got it. And also, like – you have there's so much good stuff out there you really got to get out there and check it all out i've heard very good things about vanderpump i do i do think i need to dabble in that a little bit especially living in la i feel like well i'm friends with those guys I'll, I'll, my best friend's dating stassi right now oh really and then, uh, and then i'm going to i just was at tom's birthday party on tuesday i'm going to Jax's on saturday oh uh, so you're like in the yeah. crew so you, ha- you like, kind of have to watch you have to watch your friends on tv well the funny thing is is that like i watched it before you know, because it's a Bravo show. I think Andy Cohen can do no wrong. Like, Bravo's great. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, but my friend Bo, who's dating Stasi, he would, he would, like, make fun of me for all the reality TV that I would watch. And when he first started, because know, we've known Dodie and Carter and all those people for a while. This mm-hmm. set, when he started dating Stasi, I had to sit him down and make him watch the first the pilot and watch, like, the, la- the latest episode. And be like, you know, this is what you're getting yourself into. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, no, no, I'm not going to be on that. I'm not, you know, because he he's a commercial casting director. He does commercials. He wouldn't. I'd be like, dude, I just saw your um your uh, Range Rover commercial, and he'd be like, that wasn't me. I'm like, bro, you're my. What are you talking about? That wasn't you. Of course, that was you. <laughs> so he was so private all the time that he was like, he's like, there's no way I'm getting involved in this. And then as the relationship started like growing and growing, mm-hmm. I could see him kind of melting into, you know, that's her life. And that's oh, what wow. he does to the point where she even looked at me one day at a barbecue and was like, you know, you're going to be on the show too. And I was like, what, how am I getting involved in this? <laughs> and she's like, you're his best friend. So now he's a cast member and it's so crazy. That is crazy. Have you been on the show then? No, 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 no. I try to avoid the cameras as much as possible. I put way too much time and effort into my acting career to right. be, be, you know, be a part of that. And uh, like, like Tuesday, I showed up late to Tom's birthday because he said the cameras were done at 11. And I walked in right in the middle of a, a huge scene with like eight cameras around. 
because they weren't finished yet. And I was like, I had like, I dove behind like a curtain, you know? Yeah, no, that makes sense. It is, it is a very fun, like I, I pursue acting and stuff in LA as well. And I feel like my mom's new kick is like, Jackie, you need to apply to be on the bachelor. You need to be on the bachelor. You need to, I was like, no, 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 no. That is like the opposite of what I'm doing. But yeah, unless um, I don't know. Or you play, unless you like play the guitar or anything like that, then yeah, you don't want to go on. Well, so I sing too. My mom was saying, she's like, well, you should just go on the show and sing when you come out of the limo and then leave and then get cut. And I'm like, (laughs) not not the worst idea in the world, but also, I don't know. I mean, you got a little little momager there, huh? A little mom manager. Oh my God, my whole life. But (laughs) we will get into Jed too, because I do think, especially with this hometown day, I think there's a lot to talk about. Um, But so far, what have you been thinking about it so far? Have you, what seasons of The Bachelor have you watched? Are you like a newer fan? Are you like a ride or die original 20 season person? Like how, how do you think this season compares to some of the other ones? I have been watching it, I think the whole time. And, and I don't think that I've missed, uh, I think I've, I think Trista is the only Bachelorette that I've missed. Oh, see, so, and that like, was the one I watched back, 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 back in the day. One of the original ones. That's one of the ones I did watch, but yeah. I mean, I've dated people from The Bachelor. Yeah. I mean, you know, L.A. Everybody comes to L.A. when they're finished and you Mm -hmm. get to know all these people. But um, I think this season compared, it's to the point now where I'll be watching it with my friends and I'll be able to predict what's going to happen because there's like, there's kind of like a little script that goes with it. You know what I mean? Of course. You can tell by the music, if the guitar comes, if there's another sound coming on, what kind of, you know what, you could tell like where they're pushing this like character line for each guy. Right. But I think this season is, I like it. I mean, it's all, if you go back and watch any of them, it's all kind of the same, but like this cast is really, I think more aware of Hannah than like playing for the cameras. Totally. And I actually, I feel like last season I had a lot of conversations with my other guests with Colton season. I was like, I think we're in a weird time where, everyone cast on this show is trying to become an influencer and move to LA and do this whole thing. And that adds a whole layer and a whole other dynamic to the show and to the process of who the bachelor is going to choose. Hence this whole thing with Cassie where he, he wanted to be with her, but she didn't even want to get married to begin with. But I do kind of feel like, you know, that's not to be naive to everyone's intentions going on the show, cough, cough at Jed, but I do kind of feel a little bit with these final group of guys. I do genuinely believe but except for jed that they are interested in actually pursuing a relationship with hannah versus just going on the tv show and maybe that's naive of me but i am getting that vibe that these guys are a lot more genuine than the past seasons that we have seen well it's funny because like in the beginning of this season with hannah her whole thing was like y'all i just want to keep it real I'm yeah. going to keep it real. And you're like, we get it. You're real. We, we understand you're a real person from yeah. Alabama. We get it. But it does seem like, especially like Taylor and Peter and like even Mike, who's going to be the next bachelor, by the way. Do you know the, that like, for a fact or are you? A- no, no, no. I'm, I'm speculating, but I mean, come on. I mean, he, the odds are very much in his favor. I do think he, he kind of is the, the whole package and they are pushing that. I would not be surprised. Yeah, but I, I think you're right. I think that that it's a very these people, it, Jed cough cough. Yeah. He like is is like they're they're really Taylor especially man. Like as much as I don't, I Which didn't like him. Taylor, I, you mean Tyler? Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. Yeah, Tyler. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's okay. Well, he's one that I do think is interesting because if you okay, I've I 
have a crush on Tyler. Hardcore. What girl? Oh my God. Everybody does. And I'm looking at this guy and I'm like, <laughs> the girls that I watch the show with, I'm like, are you joking? What? Like they, what do you mean? He is a, I think he is the most attractive man I've ever seen in my entire life. His, I really, really think that. His face? Even his face? Like I get yeah. the whole body thing, but his face? Yeah, I think his face is cute. Anyway. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, what I, I mean, I, me, I, feel, I feel like I and every girl in America has a crush on Tyler. But um, when I... It's so crazy, too, because, like, every time he talks to her, it's almost like if you take a step back and listen to what he's saying... Like, I know, he, he says, says nothing. He says nothing. No, but he says, like, he's like, yo, you rocking that dress, girl. You look, oh, come here. Like, oh, babe, you, you looking hot and smoke. Like, he says, like, <laughs> bro, Chad, bro stuff to her. Yes, he, he eats it up. Now, to the camera, to the producers, he seems very sincere and very, like, nice. And that's what you girls are seeing. Mm-hmm. But I don't understand how he's like, yo, you looking smoking right now. We should, you know, I'll take you. Like, the way he talks to her is just so bro that yeah. you're like, what the hell? Well, I do, I do find it interesting that he's made it this far. I mean, Grant, yes, he's very pretty. I'm sure Hannah is very, very attracted to him. They have chemistry. We see that. But it's kind of interesting to me that he has made it this far because what do they talk about that is really anything of substance? It's literally just Hannah being like, this guy's really hot. Yeah, the only thing they really ever talked about with substance was like his dad's stroke or whatever. Yeah. But but do you you get the feeling – can I ask you something? Do you get the feeling like, like she just really wants to bang these guys? Like, I feel like the whole season, even with Luke P in the beginning and everything, uh-huh. like, I feel like she's picking out the guys that she's just really attracted to and wants to bone. And, like, yeah. Connor and her had a, an amazing attraction right at the beginning. She kissed him, if you remember. Oh, at yeah. The mansion, you know? And mm-hmm. uh, he was surprised by it. But then, like, he kind of fell to the backside because I, I feel like she was, like, so it was just eye candy for her that like mm-hmm. all the people that she kept going after, she had like a weird, like high school girl or girl right out of college. Kind of like, I'm just going to like have fun and bone. Well, I mean, like, let's not forget you- she is 24. Like she is a girl right out of college. And so, you know, I do think we're, it is a little silly that we have these pretty young bachelors and bachelorettes because, and, and I get it. She's from Alabama. So I do think, they skew younger when they decide to get married and settle down and stuff. But I do think Hannah is, you know, she grew up in Alabama and in that whole like beauty queen, traditional Southern world. But I do think she's having a good time breaking out of that world and kind of realizing her independence and like asserting herself as a strong person. So I feel like after all of this entire experience is said and done and what she's been exposed to, she's grown so much. Like she doesn't want to just like get married and move back to Alabama. So yeah, I kind of do think maybe she is just picking the guys that she to think this 24 year old girl who is now breaking out of her Alabama shell and discovering that like there's a whole world out there and is probably going to move to LA after this is just going to get married at 24. It seems a little crazy, right? I'm Yeah. I mean, she is, to my point, the only person in Bachelorette history to take four dudes to the fantasy suites. Well, that's true. But I, do we think uh, – I don't think Luke's going to make it all, all the way to the, the night portion. So no and, no, and when he says he won't boner – am I allowed to curse on your podcast? Yeah, yeah, you can. Okay, good. I'm from Philly. I use, I use the F word a lot. So No problem. But uh, – because Luke won't fuck her. He, she puts him in a car. And sends him away. Well, I don't think it's that simple, right? Like, he also kind of 
no, did, I know he 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 does like a whole jealousy God and, you know, Christian. I, I am kind of surprised that they've shown us as much in that promo as they have because it's it's kind of like they gave it all away, right? So that's why you know they they literally showed us that like Luke's gonna have a problem with her sleeping with other guys, and she's gonna send him home and like flip him off in the car. And I'm like, why would they show us that in the promo? That's why I'm thinking maybe there is even more to it because you you think he comes back again. Well, I mean, I do think he does come back because you remember there was a couple promos back where Chris Harrison was saying to Hannah, like, he's back and he has an engagement ring and he thinks you're his wife. Um, I do think he actually does come back. I do think that Man. he's talking about Luke at that moment, right? Do you know Yeah, I, I, I do. But I, I, and I still can't wrap my head around the fact that he was sent home, turned around, came back. Like, is it like if this guy wins? Oh my God. Was, <laughs> well, I, was, I can wrap my head. But like, he's not doing it all in a bubble, right? Like, there are people producing this show who are saying to him, Hey Luke, you know, it would be a great idea. Here's this engagement ring. Why don't you go back and propose? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whoever the producer is or their handler or whoever on this show, cause you know, they each get their own handler, right? Yes. Yes. So, uh, whoever's his handler, whoever's going up to him and being give, like talking in his ear. I mean, mm-hmm. he's just absorbing them like a sponge, you yeah. know, you know, they were even like, you know what you should do? You should throw baloney at Garrett. That would be hilarious. <laughs> And then we'll use the word baloney over and over again on the show. That's yeah, why like I almost, subject. you know, people are going on and on about how like Luke is abuser and like a terrible, manipulative, awful man. And he is that and obviously would be a bad match for Hannah. But I do sometimes feel bad for him because you know that there are people on that set telling him that what like they're validating the way he's feeling right like they're literally saying like oh yeah like you would feel jealous if hannah went into the fantasy suite with other guys like yeah you should tell her that like that's right like you know there are people i think realizing that he has this deep connection with his faith and there are people exploiting it right now for a tv show you know what i mean for sure i mean these people even when he back in the day when he was you know starting to get jealous and like wasn't right. getting his time with hannah and then they were and hannah was getting frustrated they like you could tell hannah was getting frustrated and he wanted to just back off but then they kept being like no you should go you sh-. and there's been so many times where it's been so blatant remember when they had their one-on-one in like where were they on a cliff somewhere but you could tell that hannah was like well i don't i don't even know what to say to him like i don't even know can you ask him what he like if he likes and they're like no you have to you go say this to him Right. You know, well, and, and the and fact that she sent him home and was like, yeah, please respect that. And then he like walked through the forest for a little bit and came back. It's like, well, if they actually wanted him to go home, they would have put him in a car and sent him home and said, no, you got sent home. You can't go back and talk to her. But so I do think there is a little bit of, I don't know. There, I don't like him. Clearly that I don't think him and Hannah would have a healthy relationship outside of this. So she should not be picking him. But I do sometimes feel bad for the guy is that like fucked up of me to say no I've, i said it on my podcast i said i said the same thing like when they were at they were at a bar one time and they were all doing cheers all the guys and he was like hey guys well let's just have fun and everybody was like shut up and i know kinda, and you could just like <laughs> see him like his head go down he just kind of stepped uh-huh. back and he was like wah, wah. it's like Even, oh come um, on he's he's a guy on the show too he's just trying you know? Right. You know, like, I think that environment can definitely bring out the worst in people. I don't think I've said this before. I don't think I would do well in a situation like that where you're, you're starting to really care about someone and like them. And then you have to watch them 
go make out with 20 other people, like I would feel weird too and get really jealous too. So I get it. But yeah, hell no. Hell no. I wouldn't. People are like back in the day when I was a lot younger, people were like, you should go on the batch. Same, you know, same shit. And yeah. I was like, I was like, hell no. The second I saw her even like go out the door with another dude, I'd be like, I'm out. Like, I know. And, that's kind of, and that's where Jed is now, which is totally understandable, you know? But. Well, what do you mean by that? Because I do, I do want to get into a little bit of what happened in hometowns. Because I do think this was a good, this was a good hometowns episode. Because normally, I find those episodes to be really throwaway and really boring because they are so formulaic. But I do think we did learn a lot about each of these guys. And I think knowing, do you know? Have you heard the story about that's come out on People Magazine that Jed apparently has a girlfriend? No. I'm not a, I'm not like a real I'm like a I'm not a reality Steve like when I watch my reality TV No I this wasn't on re- this wasn't on reality Steve this was on people that um so a little a little bit of a classier tabloid establishment um right. they basically it was revealed that this girl spoke out and was like yeah basically me and Jed are in love like he said he loved me the day before he went onto the show and he said to her that he was only going on the show to further his music career and then the show ended and she has yet to hear from him and he has like ghosted her and that was essentially the story so i think now with that context looking at jed's hometown date i think i don't know what did you think about jed's hometown date not knowing that that i guess you're a fresh set of eyes to like not knowing any of that baggage what did you think of his date so i i thought it was harsh i thought that the sis, like the sister and the mom really went at her but like do you think this knowing that information do you because hannah specifically asked about his past relationship and she's like right. to the mom and was like well i heard i knew she he was you know in a, in a how i'm looking at it damn well i guess that the mom kind of that's why she looked like she was stoned because maybe she was like ha- she had a lie for this Yes, I think that's what a lot of people are thinking. But I think also, too, the family very much was like, "Mm, it's all about Jed's music. Jed's music, Jed's music, Jed's music. I feel like they pushed that narrative a lot, which I think, which was surprising to me that it didn't, that didn't bother Hannah more. Because I do think Jed is the front runner right now. I think she likes Jed the most. She's, Jed is the only one who she has said she's falling in love with. Right. And you can see it. You know, it's funny because in that, when they were in um, the other city before, I don't remember what city it was, but mm-hmm. they were dancing in front of the thing and, and they're do- clicking their heels. And I, I said out loud, I was like, oh, she just looked at him and she's in it. She's in love. Yes, and, that's so what, love. and that's what she brought back. She was like, when we were doing that, that's when I realized. And you could see it. And then when they wrote the song together in the hometown, you could see it. Mm-hmm. But, but this whole girlfriend twist thingy, because of course, look, my mom is probably one of the most protective moms i talk to my best friend i talk to her every day mm-hmm. and anytime i try to date somebody she's like no she's not she's <laughs> not good for you just focus on your acting just do all that other stuff and it's like okay but eventually this is this this has to stop jack's right. 25 his you know he's gonna get off the show people know who he is now and his parents and sister are right they're like well you know then his life's going to be about the you she's going to be you know the bachelorette winner it's not going to be about him and his music you know so i I didn't disagree with him but like at the same time it's like ah, you gotta jed sitting there did did they ever show jed and his mom or his sister talking no just jed and his dad right um 
Yeah, not that I can think of. Yeah, I don't think so. Which is big because then Jed could have said to the mom or the sister, no, I'm really into this and I want your support. But right. they never showed that. Which is, that's why I just feel like Jed, well, I don't know, I have mixed feelings because on one hand I'm like, okay, Jed is clearly a phony and for some, it's frustrating to me that Hannah, well, he's a good phony and so I, I get why Hannah might not see it. But at the same time, he's saying things like, if, if he was going on this show for his music, like he has made it far enough, he can get out now, and now he he has Instagram followers, he has the stuff to kind of get a jump start on that. But he's like taking it a step further, and he's saying to Hannah that he is in love with her. And right, but do you think it's like I mean, Stockholm syndrome on this show is real. When you <laughs> don't have anything else to talk about, right. all these people are focused on one thing. You have producers in your ear. You're drinking all the time. I mean, I would probably think I was falling in love with her too at this point. So it might have gone in starting as something, as like a, yeah. a One Direction. But when you're, I mean, they've been there for a while. Yeah. And he, he might be, you know, brainwashed into like, this is the best person I've ever been with and I want to win. I know. You I know? do always think that too, that it's like, it, it's very hard to not fall in love with that person on the show. You know what I mean? Like you're, the only person you're allowed to talk about is this person. And you're going to all these epic, amazing fantasy destinations and having these literal fairy tale dates. Like, how could you not? Yeah, how can you not? So I, I think that he probably might have had one agenda. Uh, not like what was the the douchebag's name that was the other guitar player years ago? That uh, like James Taylor. He was on JoJo season. Is that who? You're talking no, about? no. He's like God. He was from Austin, Texas, and he was just a douchebag. And mm. he got and he was like trying to further his career, and they called him out on it. And then finally, he was sent home. And in the car ride, he was like. Well, guess we just go to a bar and find some more girls or some shit like that. Oh, terrible. But, but he made it, yeah, but he made it far. But he is like the Jed of like 10 years ago. But then he, when he got cut, he was like, nah, it was fine. You know? Right. right. I think Jed is like an actual nice guy who had, you know, he was like, why not? I'll go in there and strum my guitar a few times and get some followers. But then I think he's really starting to like be in it now. Otherwise, he wouldn't get so upset that he was second place with, or you know, third right. place with, with Luke P or whatever. That's true. So then, who do you think is the right? Like, who are you rooting for right now? Then, <sighs> <laughs> loaded question. I know. My I, my my pick was Connor. I thought Connor was going to. I know. Right now, I think she should be with Peter, but for some reason, I don't think she's like she's she's obsessed with jed and it's kind of it's like okay i get it i do think their personalities like she can be goofy and he with his music but it's like i don't think outside of this situation that would be something hannah wants like so what she's just gonna travel around with her like musician husband while he like i don't know it doesn't really seem from what i've known about i think she's i think she's probably going to get down to jed and Tyler. Yeah. And then she's going to pick Tyler. Just like, uh, what's her nuts on, um, Caitlin, right? Just like right, Caitlin right. with, with Nick Vale and Sean. And she picked Sean. I think, I think Tyler's like another Sean. So I think she'll probably pick Tyler. They'll date for a while. It'll be, you know, whatever. And then they'll break up because it seems like, it seems I mean, like I the think she's too young to know that she should like pick the Peter, you know? Mm hmm. Because she, she is only 24, and, like, that, 
I mean, I'm only 26, but still, like, I don't know. When I was 24, I was, I'm still not ready to get married, so I don't understand. I don't know. Uh, you know, who knows, these people, who knows why they go on here and do this, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I think, so I think Tyler. I think Tyler. But I think his hometown was very cool, was awesome. Made me shed a little tear a little bit. It made me see more depth to him. Like, I, I also have some concerns about Tyler because, like I was saying before, I have a huge crush. As soon as I, I saw him on the first or second couple episodes when I realized who he was, I was like, oh, I need to follow Tyler C on Instagram, of course. So I'm following him on Instagram and his whole thing on Instagram is he's a model. Like he is signed with modeling agencies. Like he, all of his photos are like him, him shirtless modely pics. But yet on the show, we have not discussed his job as being a model like I don't even know actually what his job is or what they like made up to be his job but it's not like a Jed situation where they're like oh yeah I do music and like this is something I'm into like never once on the show has Tyler been like yeah I also like do some modeling casually so on one hand when I saw his hometown date I was like oh Tyler seems like really genuine he seems to be close with his family like not really what I expected but there's this whole other like elephant in the room it's like oh no no he's actually a model but why are we not talking about the fact that he's a model because they don't they probably don't want to put that kind of like it's, it's like what uh oh god what was his but name it's the Jordan. Truth. like you look on his instagram like he's a fucking model she can't see his instagram while she's there you know so like oh. so of course the producers are going to play up that his dad had a stroke and his because what they say he did was take over the family business when his dad got sick. Right, right. So like, that was like the job that he had. So that gives him more of like, you know, if you said, if you, if, if he looked like this God that you all see, right. And, <laughs> I don't get uh, how you don't see it. I'm really not getting it. <laughs> I see the body part. Like I get that anyway. So, right. uh, but if, but if he's this God and then you say he's a model, you're right away going to get like this impression of like Jordan from last season. Right. You're going to yeah. get like this, like, pretty face pretty and he acts dumb so you have to throw like some sort of something for people to care about especially if he's going far you have to like that the people like you care about him to the point where you're like wow this guy's amazing because you want him to win you know yes, but at this point it's just it just feels kind of like a blatant lie it's literally like hannah's get like they're gonna what if so they're gonna maybe get engaged and then they're gonna get into the real world they're gonna follow each other on instagram and she'll be like wait you're a model i never knew this about you but yet i'm engaged to you yeah well maybe i, mean, bring, I know they do this a lot like i know there's a lot of people who like don't even have jobs and they like make up fake jobs to go on the show like a i'm a real estate agent yeah dog walker yeah, yeah, I'm a nanny. But th this to me, just like the fact that like my first, the first thing you see when you find him on Instagram is like all the cities he's repped in. I'm just like, uh, it just makes me feel bad for Hannah because I'm like, I don't think you have any good choices here besides Peter, who you're like blatantly gonna not consider. Yeah. Well, do you think that how how far into the seasons do you look him up? Like episode one? Uh, yeah, probably like one or two, probably. Do you think that maybe he got these stuff after he left The Bachelor and that was like a selling point? And he had like the ABC uh, PR person and like this was I, because he's from this small town, always, right? I guess that's always possible, right? Like because he gets off the show and then gets signed with all these people, but we don't see him until the show airs months later. Right. That's, I, that's, that's a possibility too, is that maybe this wasn't even a thing. And then like, the people on the show were like, you should be modeling. Let me, like the producers, like, let right. me introduce you to people. 
you know? Yeah. Because they know how far he went too. That is definitely a possibility. And that is, yeah, poking holes in my conspiracy theory, but I am open to it. And I guess that (laughs) that would be the best case for Hannah, wouldn't it? My favorite part about his hometown was the brother who was just in shorts, flip flops and a backwards hat. I was like, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) Very Florida. (laughs) Yeah. He like came out of his room from playing like video games and he's like, oh, ABC's here. Great. Casual. Yeah. <laughs> is, is there anything else that happened on the hometown dates that you want to cover? Because I think we kind of, in just talking about the show in general, I feel like we did kind of hit all the different dates and their tones and kind of where all these relationships are Well, at. I, I, I want to just address real quick the uh-huh. Luke P yeah. finding God in the shower story. Okay. Please do. Like, Please address it. What the fuck? Like, well, I, mean, I was just, I actually wrote this down. I was like, also... Because, like, he told this story when I think he first got on the show, like, episode one. That was, like, his his intro was that. And he's telling the same fucking story again. And it's that's just... My, that's my what the fuck. Is that I was sitting there being, like, pick another... Tell it... At least tell it a different way. <laughs> I know. Don't. It's like it was literally a memorized monologue. I mean, to this point, Hannah's got to be like, oh, God, here we go again. This story again. Luke P's story again. Like, it's, it's, it's mind-numbing the story and it's not even a good story dude you didn't see a light in the shower every shower has a window you probably were looking at the sky so do you think it's he's just totally full of shit i mean i i think i think that luke p is like an enigma in the sense of like you can tell that he's being produced right yes yes but because even in the beginning like even if you watch the first couple episodes you're i wanted to be like oh this guy's like a chris like he's a douchebag. He's gonna be he's he's gonna be steroided out, you know. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna you know tap on the window and whistle as he walks and like be the villain. But he wasn't. The first couple episodes, you were like, oh, he's actually like a nice guy and getting along with people. And then I feel like the producers were like, and you're gonna be the bad guy. Go on stage and tell Hannah that you love her. Right. It, it was literally ever since he said that, all the guys turned against him. And it was- yeah. So when he goes home. And you have people being like, no, Luke's a great guy. Like, he's really nice. He's really kind. You can, you can see that quality in him, which I think that's what Hannah sees. Is like, you can see there's a quality in him where he could just be a really nice guy, you know? But he's being, he's being produced to, to this level. And then I think it's like all the other guys coming at him. I would, you know, he's an he's a athlete steroidy type of guy crossfit right mm-hmm. so there's competition in crossfit if if eight guys were coming at me for five weeks i would get defensive and start blowing up too start being like what the fuck like this is enough you know yeah i do i do think though he is i don't know i get a little weirded out by very very religious people and i do i, I can see how like his family and people in his church would say he's a kind person and i do think he will be kind but i do think he's one of those people that he's very very nice until you're like until he's un- either uncomfortable or like anything that's different from what he knows and what he believes is like n- not okay with him yeah one of my friends john when we were watching the uh back he's like well maybe he maybe he is just like a oh no no what do you say he goes oh you think he paid all these people to oh yes yeah. do you think and i was like no i think it's more of like you know when somebody murders somebody or it's like turns out to be a serial killer and then they interview the next door neighbor and they're like he was a nice guy right was, right 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 you know i think it's more leaning towards that than like he went and paid people i think he puts on a front because 
that's what he's supposed to do. But then like, he's, you know, the neighbor is going to be in inter- They'll go to the church and be like, did you know Luke? And they'd be like, yeah, he was a nice guy. He said hi oh, to everybody. Right. Just, just because someone is super nice to their family and the members of their church in which they share the same faith and sa- faith and same beliefs, morals, like, like there is that common thing just because he's nice to those people doesn't mean he's nice to everyone. So, right. and I think he's very quickly, he very quickly lashes out when he feels attacked. And that's not someone you want to be in a relationship with. From what we've seen, you know, I think Hannah thinks they'll get along so well because they both have, quote unquote, like strong faiths. But I, from what we've seen and from what we've seen in the previews and what's going to go down, it's very clear that like the way they interpret their faiths is not the same. Like they, No, they, no, no. Hannah, Hannah's like, go out, drink, have some, you know, she's, she likes her beer. She likes doing her shots and she likes going out and partying and having sex in a windmill. Right. Live your life. I know. Your so, life. Yeah, I forgot about I did write down the windmill because they didn't put it in the promo this time. And I'm like, wait, are we just for like removing the windmill thing? Like when it, I need to know when that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was trying, I was trying to go back and figure out, I'm like, all right, Amsterdam has windmills. So was it in Amsterdam that they, that they did it, that she that, put bones somebody? That's or, what people think. It's either Jed in Amsterdam or it has yet to happen. And I think it would have to be with Tyler. Right. Cause like, Come on, how could you not? It would have to be with Tyler. Right, how can you not? How can you not? <laughs> Tyler needs to not win and move to LA, and then oh, I, I can date Tyler. <laughs> yeah, but you know he's going to have to go through Paradise Island first. Yes, like, yes. He yes. would, he well, would I'll dominate. Have to wait for like three years, and then once everyone's forgotten about him, and he's just a rando model living in LA, that's my moment. That's when I got mine. I got mine <laughs> after, I got mine after Sean's season, and then... She went to paradise and then I met her out here in LA. Who did you date? Are you allowed to say? I'm just kidding. Yeah, I mean, I mean, everybody. I, I, uh, I dated, do you remember Ashley Frazier? Ashley Frazier. No, but I will look her up after this. Yeah, she was on Sean's season. I think she made it to three. Oh, good for her. Three or four. That is quite a bachelor catch. Good for you, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, you know, they, they just kind of, I mean, I, there's been times I've walked into bars and seen like 30 of them. Cause they all hang out together. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about or plug before we go? But I think we got it. We got all of it. Yeah. I mean, my, I'll mention my podcast called reality bites. Um, I talk about all of the reality TV. Uh, the basic gist of it is I try to get guys to come on my podcast that don't usually, they watch reality TV, but they don't talk about it. So I try to get them to talk about it. Or I get like super fans on. So this last podcast I had um, that just went up yesterday, I have Lance Bass, uh, Jamie Lynn Sigler, and my friend Brett Gersky talking about Big Brother. And Lance dropped some bombs on there, which is awesome. Oh, did he? I'll have to check yeah. it out then. Yeah, yeah. It was good. But, I, but anytime you want to talk about this, I, as you can tell, I can talk about The Bachelor and Bachelorette for hours. Yes, literally same. So perfect. Thank you so much for taking the time. I really do appreciate it. Of course, it was fun. And thank you guys once again for tuning into another episode of Bachelor Blab. Make sure you don't miss next week's episode because we will not be missing the fantasy suite episode despite the fact that I will be on vacation but I am still gonna make it happen so make sure you don't miss it we're gonna have some hot takes from I don't know maybe we'll get a a family member of mine who's never even seen the show before to share their opinions on the sexual uh, awakening of Hannah Brown who knows who knows who knows tune in next week to find out thank you guys so much for listening I'm Jackie Maroney at Jackie Maroney underscore see you next week
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.